The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Hello, everybody, and welcome to My Brother, My Brother, and Me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy. Hey, guys, I was wondering, because of the the holiday, uh, if we could just go around the table that we sit at every week. Mm-hmm. We never mentioned that. What the fuck was that noise? I didn't hear what. I'm what afraid there's a raptor in Justin's room. Yeah, it sounded like you a wild that? animal screech. It's my new... Um, my new text tone is all screeches. Oh, cool. that's horrible. Yeah, it wasn't a good investment, but I don't know how to change it because I'm my nanny. I was how wondering did you buy you that? Get- how much did you pay for that on the Nokia app store? $100,000, which is $100,000 for the screeches. And then I know you also bought the MIDI ringtone of um, Macklemore's uh, thrift store. Uh, and yeah. that one is it's the a little off bit brand. Well. It's the generic version of thrift shop. Um, they could only license half the title, so it's just it's just that nonstop, that good, like that's crazy, a good loop. No, I was wondering if we could talk about what we're thankful for. Of right? course, <laughs> tis the season. Tis let's the season. go around. Let's go around this giant mahogany table with okay. um the with the you know the mother of pearl inlay. Great. And, and just to sort of continue this metaphor, I'm going to reach over uh, to a big box I have right next to me, and that says life on it. Uh-huh. Uh, and as I pick it up, you realize it's not a box. It's a big old garbage can. And I uh-huh. upend it, and I dump all the garbage out onto the table. And now I'm just sort of sifting through it, um, just looking for the little, just little things that haven't been touched by the trash. Oh, man, there's melted ice cream all over <laughs> here that's gone skunked. Oh, here's a good thing. There's a new Pokemon game out. Got that going so for you. No problem. I do, I do have that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Game Freak. Thank you, Nintendo. Been, been enjoying a lot of Terrace House Boys and Girls in the City uh, on Netflix. Justin, I think you get a real kick out of that one. Um, oh, sorry. Can what's I, it called again? Terrace House? It does sound like Terrorist I House. I thought it, you said not. Terrorist House Boys in the no, City. And I was like, I, don't, I do think I will enjoy this show. Thank you. That would be a different <laughs> show. Um, um, and I, that I would, is, I, those are the only two points of light in the darkness. I would, I would like to, uh, before we get too much further in the episode, just plant a seed for everyone to think about. Okay, okay, um, okay. 2016 is ending, and we, I would say, erroneously labeled this year 2016 Building Bridges. Fuck uh, that shit. No, we didn't. No, we, we didn't. Did, we, labeled, we labeled it, and then nobody did the fucking thing. That's true. Okay, I would say that we unsuccessfully encouraged everyone 2016 building bridges. We didn't focus on it, because we, we didn't talk about it for 40 fucking episodes. That's that was a mistake. Us, really. That was on us. So I want to just plant into everybody's head um, that it is coming up on 2017, and we will need a new brand. Um, I thought we'd go a little bit smaller and just go with 2017. Just make it a year about Kevin's. Just, just find, hey, fuck that one Kevin. Let's find one Kevin and just try to make them have an okay year. Yeah, I like that. I like the Kevin scale of that. Uh, I'll tell you what I'm thankful for. What's that, Justin? Look outside your window. Mm-hmm. Do you do you see it? Do you There's see the sleigh bells? Do you hear the mm-hmm. lights? That's right. It's that creep. Are we on that Christmas creep? We're on that, we Christmas, on that Christmas creep, creep. already. We on that Christmas creep. We on that Christmas creep. Well, we on that Christmas creep. Oh, I'm so excited to just get all the candy canes out. I store mm. them all. I don't let anybody mm-hmm. eat them, even though they try, because they all want a delicious taste of those red yeah. and white treats. And I say, no, I'm, those are decorative. I'm ready for all the Christmas inflatables. Mm. This year, This year at the Home Depot, I saw a Christmas dragon... Um, it was a, it was like a six foot tall inflatable dragon who was wearing a Christmas, like a Santa hat and eating a candy cane. You know, your traditional Christmas dragon. Nice. I'm going to go ahead and take, look at this guys. I actually have a candy cane right here and I'm just going to gingerly place it on top of 
the trash life pile right there. How festive. Oh, like, and Martha I'm going to put, I'm gonna it put herself. I'm going to put my security blanket around the bottom of the thing and maybe hang a few lights on there, Griffin. Oh, what's that? Your trash pile is now a Christmas tree. Aww. It's Oh, but it's you know what? It still stinks like old ass ice cream, don't it? <laughs> it does. It does do that. I, I uh I'm glad we're talking about inflatables because uh uh-huh. they're a disaster. Um they put the big ones up. Uh, they get bigger. Like I don't know who's buying these like thirty foot tall Santas that dwarf your the Smurls. Your 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 in laws are the ones. Yeah, but besides them, I don't know how that. I mean, that's not an industry. It's a cottage industry, perhaps. They, yeah. Um. My uh daughter loves those damn things, and the thing about it is, she loves them so much that th- she doesn't want them outside, where she wants them like a cool place as far as she's concerned, is in our dining room for those. So right I came now... Home, I came home from shooting the Mabim Bam show one night and was... Uh, I had I had some bejesus in me, but then I entered the house and the bejesus very quickly left because there was a giant inflatable spider in the middle of the room who is apparently Charlie's best friend. Yeah. Uh, that spider has been usurped by oh, no. three inflatable snowmen that are connected That's- together... Okay, it's a lot. And play uh, uh, Jingle Bells. Um, oh, God. Here's the and thing. How, when do they play them, you ask? Always. <laughs> <laughs> they, all, they, all, they always play them. And there is 10 seconds in between. I've clocked it. In mm. between each rendition of this 45-second mm. riff the, the on calm. Jingle Bells. It's the only 10 seconds of my day that's pleasant. And if I want to silence them, I have to kill my daughter's friends and yeah. unplug them. And she watches in terror as they die. And I mean, they pull the wait. They hold on, die. hold on. Those motherfuckers only have one setting. It's yeah. either on and playing or off. The, those are the two ones that you could have. Um, and and uh, the calm is, of course, quickly replaced by my daughter's streaks of terror. That her best friends in the world, the three snowmen that want to kill Daddy, uh, yeah. have been silenced. Um, I, hey, hold on, I, it was a, it's such a bad one. I want to poke another one. hole in this inflatable business plan. You well, made no, us. Th- that's bad yeah. for them. They, they, this they thing, very quickly go bad. This thing that normally sits out of doors and plays music constantly. Yeah, that seems that unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. Who's that for? I don't know. I don't know who's it for. It's not for me. It's anti-me. It's not for me. Guys, we're going to find our way to Candle Nights together. Winging a prayer. Just fucking scraping around the ground. We're, we're going to fucking find it. Like Holes, the movie, we're going to find this Candle Nights hole, and we're going to climb into it, but then out of it. And you I know what? I- I'm not willing to give up on building bridges yet, folks. There's still uh, five good weeks of 2016 left. Go build those bridges. I have, wow. a, I have, a, I have an idea popped in my head for 2017. I'm going to pitch it. Just a, I want to give everybody a lot of time to ruminate on this one. I think we can really nail it this year. Twenty Beventeen, enjoying a refreshing beverage, and it uh, does it doesn't have to be an alco bev. It can nope. be a, a lemonade. Yep, or it could be a hot drink. You just have some hot cocoa, Ooh, hot right? Cocoa year round. So it's twenty Bevin, like you know, with apostrophe teen. Like, what are you doing? I'm just straight Bevin. That's fine. Bevin. I love that. Uh, let's get into doing the fucking podcast show. Let's do the damn thing. Uh, here on this show, my brother, my brother, me, we take your questions and turn them alchemy-like into wisdom. Here comes the first one. Now that the recreational use of marijuana has been legalized in California, my sweet and law-abiding husband wants to try it. I want him to love my favorite flower just as much as I do. Nice. What movies slash music slash munchies would you recommend I have on hand for his initiation into the recreational cannabis world? And that's from Holly. Um... I w- okay, I would like to go a different direction with this and say that you have a wonderful opportunity here to just really convince your husband that there's like all of these like requirements and things you have to do or else it will go very bad. Like like when someone tries to tell you the right way to drink absinthe, you just oh, set yeah. up all these little like things like, well, did, wait, did you let it come to room temperature? Just all of these little things. Did you wear the, your, did you wear the weed goggles for protection? No, God. Oh God, wash your hands right now. <laughs> you could try to I convince mean, him that d- things sink 
with each other. Uh-huh. That's good. Not the not the one boring one that everybody knows, but like different ones. Like if you watch Jungle the Jungle and listen to the entirety of Snow's Informer album at the same time, then you'll get higher, probably double high. Uh-huh. Double That's, double. That high. is true though. That, that is one actually lines up. Um, I mean, I've been out of the game. Like I've been like out of the height of my game for a bit. So like to give you earnest recommendations would be like kick it with your roommates outback steakhouse co-workers and just like eat some starburst and play star fox 64 trying to get the perfect score on it but like i don't know that that hold i don't know that that experience would necessarily hold up but it probably does actually and it sounds good and i would love to find some of that kind flower and i would love to kiss it i would love to receive a kiss from that sweet green angel and then like sit down with fox mcleod and slippy and the whole gang the whole crew is there for this one but I would say, I think we can agree, like, the worst thing you want to do is, like, just drop them in the deep end and, like, take them to, uh, you know, Crazy Steve's birthday where everybody always gets 420 high. And you just, like, drop them in the middle of these experienced blazers. You and expect he's, like, a- he's an amateur. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do that. You don't want to take them to a dead mouse thing. <laughs> yeah, no. You, you, the last thing you want is somebody just like skateboarding by and lowering their sunglasses, and they're like, first time, old man." Yeah, and they're wearing they're, they're wearing the swim furniture. trunks, but they they're not going swimming. Those are just their weed shorts, which you unless, would know, idiot. Unless, unless he's the one. No, <laughs> unless we're dealing with like a Morpheus and Neo on the edge of the building scenario, it's, where you just need to push him off the building, and then oh, he's gonna do it. Oh no, he just falls into the concrete. Hi, now is, that's is this a doctor? Um, hi, this is um Holly. Listen, my husband um keeps smoking it, all of it, and he's not getting higher, a- and I'm worried that he might be the one, the one <laughs> chosen to smoke all the butt and never get high from it, and for some sort of government testing purposes i don't know exactly what the practical application of this i hadn't thought through that far the very dangerous thing about this well travis's whole metaphor about jumping off a fucking building is like that's that's hyper dangerous that's that's nouveau dangerous um i the the worrying thing is that everybody the first time they get high thinks they're really really good at it um I was sitting in my friend's bathtub with a couple of, uh, uh, not nude, it was not full, uh, but I think it was a Halloween party, and it just snuck off, and I was like, what's this? What's this kind green flower? I think I'll enjoy it. And I did it, and I was like, I'm great at this. This is my, this could be my thing now. This could be my characteristic, because I'm really good and funny at being, but you know I was just, you know the kid was straight slobbering. <laughs> you know this kid was straight slobbering on himself, just like nonstop, like trying to have a conversation with you, just like, <laughs> Not doing a good job of it. I would say the main thing you want to avoid is just, like, don't turn it into a a stunt. Like, kind of like Travis is saying, like, don't get a bunch of people around who, like, know it's his first time or whatever. And and don't, like, make a big production out of it. Just do something you guys both enjoy and just smoke it, I guess. Just 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 enjoy it. it. We gotta destigmatize it. It's legal a lot of places now. I'm gonna, we should go to Cal, I'm gonna move, because now I am sick at it. I'm gonna move to Cali. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna open up Griffin McElroy's Weed School for Adults. Oh, I love that. Griffin McElroy's Adult Weed School. And it's just me just going like, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> it's okay. You're just it's okay. High. It's the drug. You feel weird because you smoked it. Yeah. Now, this is called a Papasan chair. Get on in there. Have <laughs> fun, right? Enjoy. It's okay. You ever feel this comfortable before? Probably not. Dougie? Dougie, you're slobbering too much. I'll get the spray bottle out, Dougie. Speaking of Papa's on Jer, we have what like Justin uh, and and his wonderful family provided for uh, baby BB a uh, like a swing chair thing. Mm. And I am the most jealous human being that that does not exist for adults. It seems like the fucking most soothing, like that you would hop in, strap on, and then it would just like slowly rock you while it played cowboy like rain take- music. Yeah, cowboy, take me away. I, I mean, babies get a lot of dope shit. That I want, like, I would like, like, straight up, if I could have a passy to, like, satisfy this oral fixation (laughs) 24-7 and have it not be a big deal. Like, you know how cowboys can, like, put a piece of straw in their mouth and, like, hey, what's a straw? And you're like, fuck, that looks cool. They're just doing it to have something in that mouth. And I can't do, like, I can't do, I can't have an adult passy unless, again, I am very high at the Dead Mouse show. (laughs) They never have scenes in westerns. You, You ever think about this? They don't have scenes in westerns where, like, 
a cowboy finds his friend and he's just like on his hands and knees, like looking on the ground for something to put in his mouth. Like they yeah. already just have it, right? But like you don't ever see them like selecting it or chewing on one and it's not right and spit or they get, put it too far. Oh, it was dirty. <laughs> uh, 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 sorry. Sorry. I went the guts to show that. Yeah. Hey, you chewing on that, that hay, Doug? I am. Where'd you get that? Over there? Oh, man, dog peed over there. Yeah, oh, dog, dog, yeah, you know. That's my dog's favorite spot. Doug. Cowboy Doug. Do you guys want a Yahoo? Yeah, sure. Uh, this one was sent in by Level 9000 Yadru, Drew, Drew, Davenport. Thank you, Drew. It's by Yadru Answers user, Jack, who asks, Can young Shaq take down a large male wolf? Okay. Oh, I, th- I thought that was going to go a different direction. I thought you were going to ask if young Shaq could take down old Shaq. Yes, yes, of course, of course, of course. Well, Griffin, uh, but old, old Shaq, old Shaq has is the, the same experience. Size. Oh, no. Old Shaq is the same size of young Shaq. But old Shaq has the experience, life experience and experience on the court, and probably a lot more like uh, lucrative uh, endorsement deals with like the general and such. Fucking fucking Google search. Okay, first of all, that would not give him any sort of combat advantage. Google search like Shaq falling down (laughs) this year, and it's like 35,000 results. Because as that man has grown and his experience has grown, his center of gravity has like vanished. He doesn't have one. It is. Old Shaq, though, to Travis's credit, is a lot more connected. So I could see old, like, young Shaq uh, uh, showing up for his game for with old Shaq, and, like, old Shaq is just, like, somehow politically... It's like, he's like Varys now. He's, like, mm-hmm. p- from Game of Thrones, he's, like, politically manipulating the court. Yes. So like, he had one of his, yo, I had one of my little birds put gum on your shoes. And so Vera Shack is like politically like yeah. I had your ball weighted. One of my little birds weighted yeah. your ball. Welcome to our roundtable pitch session of Looper Two. Okay, no, I'm into this. Um, old Shack benefits more experience. Uh-huh. We're not talking about the basketball court either. I think Life we're talking experience. about yeah a physical physical fight. And I think you get out on that court and you throw as many elbows as he's thrown. I think you get pretty fucking good at throwing elbows. So he has that-, that going for him. And not only that, but I think old Shaq is going to bring a certain level-headedness, a certain yeah. patience, yeah, certain calculation that maybe young Shaq oh, was a little too fiery. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, I just, I just can't get over the hump of old bones, old center mm-hmm. of gravity, very fall, very fall, very falling, much mm-hmm. falling, extremely falling over. All the time. Every episode of Sports Center or whatever the fuck show he's on, they're like, and and please welcome our very special close friend Shaquille O'Neal, and he comes out and he falls he falls immediately down on his big old body. I don't think that's accurate. I don't think he's falling quite as much as you're making him sound like he's falling. He pulls out his like rolling chair and it always rolls too far backwards and he just sits right down on the ground and he to breaks fair, the ground. Uh, Griffin, that is because he is uh, a bit of a jokester. I think that those falls are mostly Pratt falls. I, I would he, say 85% are Pratt falls. I think he wants you to think that. But I think that's very generous to the to the old basketball player Shaquille O'Neal. I feel like Sha- old Shaq would bring a chair. Where like young, like he might bring that rolly chair with him. Maybe he's mm-hmm. been not falling, but practicing some different oh. fighting techniques that okay. involve rolling chairs. So like when he finally gets there and they, he's like... Yo, old Shaq, choose your weapon. And old Shaq's like, I've picked rolling chairs. Young Shaq is not going to be prepared for that. And old Shaq's just going to be like spinning around, doing yeah. all kinds of fun things. Doing all kinds of, well, he also, let's say this. If, if we're saying young Shaq. Let's, let's, old Shaq is just Shaq today. Young Shaq, I'm going to say Shaquille O'Neal, day one, his, his NBA debut. Okay. So this would be pre Shaq Fu. Which mm-hmm. old Shaq, you know, it's been a grip, but he remembers the movements. He remembers the incantations. He remembers the ancient scrolls. Who yeah, do you guys I, think? Who do you guys think medium Shaq would side with? <laughs> he's busy. <laughs> okay, he's busy fighting Godzilla. I think if I, I remember old, the game correctly. Old Shaq could, depending on how young young Shaq is, old uh-huh. Shaq could Baby bring Shaq. A, old Shaq could bring like a laptop with him and be like, "Let me show you some greatest hits you got coming up." I've been through these. I've grown. You're still gonna have to get through the critical yeah. reception to Kazam. Yeah, uh, game, <laughs> that's a hard one. Game beat by Aaron Carter. Like, I, you have a lot of indignities that you're about to suffer, and I've already like grown and been hardened by them. Yeah, do, these, do these blemishes end- on your perfect dunking career. <laughs> do, you, do you think by the end of it, they're going to work together to stop maybe a greater evil? 
Mm-hmm. Like the, the oldest them- Shaq. <laughs> Older Shaq and Baby Shaq have teamed up, so Young yeah. Shaq and Old Shaq have to team up to fight they're against gonna, them. They're going to have yes. to do what it takes to stop President Shaq. They're going to yeah. have to go through and... <laughs> Which is not out of the realm of possibility. Let's all, let's all take a moment and acknowledge anything could happen, folks. <laughs> 2024, it's his turn. President oldest Shaq. Naked naked Shaq, it's time for you to go back in time for your last mission. And then in 2024, Shaq wins. 2024, who's that on the ticket opposing him? While Republican upstart Aaron Carter. How could this be? How could this be not again? No! I'm telling you, the polls are leaning towards Shaq. You need to look at history! (laughs) There's precedent here. He has an inexplicable edge! Uh, Mr. President, I don't know why you're so worried. You're clearly going to beat him. I'm Mr. President, you have to sleep. I'm you have please. technology. It's called the CD player. Let me spin you out this single real quick. Oh, man. President oh. Shaq. Help <laughs> President us. Shaq, you're doing your best. He's doing his very best up there. Uh. <coughs> He Here's dunked another. so hard, he unannexed Crimea. <laughs> Holy shit! Holy shit! Thank you, President Shaq O'Neill. <laughs> Please, I'm just Shaq Neil now. The the Irish thing wasn't tested good. <laughs> so I, my, my name is Shaq Neil. <laughs> and that's how you eat Shaq. Ah, oh, man. So here's another question. I work as a bartender slash cashier at a small place in lower Manhattan. It's small enough that I usually end up chatting for a short bit with customers. It's a fairly busy place, and I've noticed that I have one, uh, really only have two goodbyes. See ya, and have a good one. These are some basic farewells. Multiple times, a customer and I have said, have a good one, in unison. (laughs) Can the brothers think of fresh, unique ways to say bye to customers? And that's from Not So Noteworthy in New York. Have a good one is so choice. That's, a, like primo, that, yeah. that's a primo farewell. Because it's like, it's a wish. It's not just saying like, I'm acknowledging you're leaving. It is a wish for the future. Do what it takes to have a good one. Just have a good, this is my command to you. Get out there and have a good one. Maybe maybe the key is you take the have a good one formula and you just rotate in different descriptive words. Have a good one. Have a great one. Have a weird one. Have a, like, and you just cycle through. That way you don't have to like come up with a new one whole claw. Because the only other option I came up with was something along the lines of like, why don't you skate on out of here <laughs> or something like that? And that's just weird, folks. That's just a weird one. And if you're just being weird for weird sake, what are you even doing? I like one. I like to sometimes I'll do one to just keep people on their toes because I want them when they've moved away from my brand. I still want mm-hmm. my brand to be like rattling around up there. So I'll try oh, something fine. like I'll try something like, hey, take it sleazy. <laughs> Because they don't see that coming. Or, like, even, like, keep it sleazy or nice and easy sleazy. Make it it sleazy. Make it sleazy today is Mm -hmm. another one. Um, I like to just, like, leave them smiling. Like, they walk out going, like, all right. So I'll be like, um, hey, dance like nobody's watching. Oh, that's good. Hey, love like you'll never be hurt. I love that. What do you think about that? See, I I prefer to leave them like with a little bit of a head scratcher. Leave them okay. some, so like as they walk out, I say something like, "Wait, don't have the tortillas," and then like they're out the door, and they're like, "Wait, what?" what? And maybe like that that night, like they go over to their friend's house for dinner, and their friend's like, "Yeah, I, I made tacos. You can have the hard shell or the soft shell," and they're like, <gasps> "And like you know, maybe and maybe it lands one in a hundred times, but okay. like when it lands that one that lands, one time." Fuck, that's good. And then all the other times, though, also happen, though. It's a thing yeah. you forget sometimes, Trav, is that there's still the 99 other ones that do happen still. That do have to do it, and they hate it. They hated uh-huh. it. 
And also the one that it did work for, probably you probably scared them very badly and for no reason. So that's mm-hmm. not necessarily, I think, a successful um, like thing to say to somebody. They've well, been, you like, know, you throw, you, throw, you throw it at the wall, you see what sticks. I can't guarantee that everyone's going to be a winner. But, you know, uh, we're all just trying to find our own way in this crazy mixed yeah, up marble. Yeah, no, your, your way sucks. Your way yeah, sucks. Yeah, the way that you way came up with was a bad one. way. How about this one? Okay. Um, Is this one, are you going to think just real hard? Yeah, I got it. I've got it. As they walk out, you say, until we see each other again, just know I love you. Okay. Mm, that's good. That's caring. And, and then don't, you read them some, and, you read and them don't some. have the tortillas. <laughs> yeah, I think you, you read keep them coming back to that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just trying to work on a brand, maybe a t-shirt I can sell at the bar that says, like, don't have the tortillas with, like, my face kind of giving a thumbs up. But on the back, it says, until we see each other again, I love you. <laughs> and the only thing you sell there at the bar is tortillas. And then mm-hmm. it's like, well, now I've got to try them. What's he why, why are tortilla sales down? <laughs> well, honey. Well, there's this one really bad barista who scares people very badly and for no reason all the time. Yeah, they don't like the restaurant anymore. Maybe you just drop some First Corinthians on them. Oh, that's so nice. Just give them the love is patient, love is kind. Uh, bye. Well, hold on. I'm not done. It does not <laughs> hold envy. On. Hold on. Hold on. I gotta go. Like, the bus is right. It does not envy. Stop. Stop walking out the door. It does not boast. Come back. It is not proud. Get back here. Hey, that guy didn't pay. I'm just kidding. He did, but I was doing something. So you're going to drop all, what love all of 1 Corinthians on them? <laughs> just the whole 1 Corinthians. Yeah, not, and not even the, the, the wedding verses. I'm talking about all of that good yeah. chapter. You going to go like New King James or what? What's new, with this, what's new with this version? A lot more profanity. Interesting. Yeah, it's a big change. It's, it's big weird because I wouldn't think they would allow that, the, Bi- the Bible people. Um, should we go to the money zone? Yeah, take yeah. me there. Let's go. Oh, I don't know how to, I don't know the way. Let me show you the way. Look in your heart. Let's go to me. I want to tell you about sheets. Okay. Nice. Great. Better than Wawa. I want to start first. I want to start here. Have you just been sleeping on a bare mattress? That is gross. You are putting your skin into that thing directly, and you can't put your mattress into the washing machine unless you have, like, a giant-ass washing machine for Paul Bunyan. And you don't. So you got to put sheets on it. Sheets are like fabric covers for your mattress. We can't do this with every advert. We can't be like, okay, Squarespace. So here's what the internet is. It's a box... That you plug into the wall and then and people fucking you. scream at you. I'm just, I'm, Griffin, I'm just trying to establish a baseline. Now that we've okay. done that, and you know that sheets are clothes for your mattress. Snacks are get- like um, snacks are like um, they're like small dinners. I don't know where are you at. <laughs> underwear is like snacks. underwear is like genital sheets. It's you weird. Like, it's like I- you know what sheets are, right? Oh fuck! Fuck no. Okay. Okay, so your genital, your genital, your, you gotta know what your genitals is, <laughs> certainly. So, Bull and Branch is a company that believes in good quality sheets for reasonable prices because they don't worry about stuff like thread count or anything like that. They just get good quality material and they make awesome, badass sheets. They don't have overhead like brick and mortar stores or that kind of thing. It's all online, and if you go to bowlandbranch.com, that's B O L L and branch.com you can get $50 off a set of sheets uh, by using the promo code my brother all one word and you're just going to change the way you sleep by getting some sheets that feel like uh you're like you're you know best friends with your mattress now and maybe mm. like it, it's like oh with, i've got with it benefits. i've got it you're going to sheeze all that your mattress what's that the ponytail comes down and you take the glasses off oh my god your mattress has been beautiful the whole time it just needed a makeover with some Bowl and Branch sheets. So go to bowlandbranch.com, promo code MYBROTHER, all one word. I thought the mattress was beautiful even with the giant mattress-sized pair of glasses on. Well, you're, <laughs> you're a fucking saint, Griffin. Uh, um, I want to tell you about Trunk Club. Okay. It's a thing that I think my, my brothers have used, and I have not, they haven't sent me any trunks. Get a trunk. So like this is, this is sort of like a tale of revenge and jealousy now. Mm-hmm. 
Travis, tell me about your Trunk Club experience. How have you liked having this on your body? Um, I am actually wearing the jeans I got from Trunk Club right now. They Mm. continue to be the best pair of jeans I've ever owned in my entire life. And the process of having a personal stylist who kind of walked through my uh, requirements and my style and the things that I would use the clothes for made me come away from the shopping experience maybe feeling the most confident about the clothes I'd ever purchased. Yeah, you got Um, that sexy right. Yeah, and I didn't walk away thinking, wait, is this actually a good look, or do I just think it's a good look because I don't know what a good look is? Mm -hmm. Um, It was nice to have somebody go, listen, I know exactly what you need. Let me pull up a few options for you. You try them on. You tell me what you like, and you return what you don't, and you don't pay for what you return. And that's the deal with Trunk Club. They send you a trunk um, of, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for, where they curated curated styles and outfits for you and then you stand back what you don't like and you only pay for what you keep i don't know i don't know anything about clothes or anything and i can't be calling jesse you know all hours of the day every day asking him for tips so trunk club is great it's like a jesse in your phone that mails mm-hmm. you clothes exactly it's like that's a actually the tagline jesse. it says it right here um and so if you go to trunkclub.com slash my brother you just type in your measurements and you share your likes and dislikes and trunk club is going to send you a trunk of clothing straight to your door handpicked by your very own personal stylist um and if you're in dallas new york los angeles chicago dc or charleston uh we're going to say Char- charleston south carolina there because i don't think they mean west virginia you can stop by one of the Trunk Club clubhouses, which I did in Los Angeles, and it's super cool, and it's I, I highly recommend it. Uh, you get to work with your stylist in person for free. Try the clothes on right there. Um, it's super swank, really cool, and it's not a subscription service. They're not just going to like keep charging you every month and sending you stuff. You only get the stuff that you need. Um, so go to trunkclub.com slash mybrother uh, and check it out. Uh, um, I have... Got a uh, personal message here. But before we do that, I want to remind everybody um, that Jumbotron orders, you remember we filled up, uh, we're going to start opening orders for 2017. And that's going to be, and I think we're they're just going to do the whole year in one run as long as, like, as long as it lasts. So um, this feels kind of lame to, like, advertise this because everybody's just been really cool about it. But we want to make sure if you want something in 2017 in the Jumbotron, you get it. And if you want to do that, um, those orders are going to open up uh, Monday, November 28th. That's the Monday after Thanksgiving at noon Pacific, so 3 p.m. Uh, Eastern. Um, but you can uh, you, you can get your Jumbo Trons for 2017 then. Don't sleep on it. Just uh, you know, plan ahead and, and get get out there. Well, don't get out there. You don't have to. You're not going to go to the fucking my brother, my brother and me store. Get in, get in there. there. Get in here. Come in here. Get logged in there. Uh, Get logged in. Also, I want to encourage you guys to go watch something called The Jeff and David Show. Uh, You can watch them play video games with informative commentary, bizarre digressions, and high-quality puns. The channel is all about that inevitable conversation with your friends that starts with, you've got to play this game. Everybody likes video games, but... Not me. I think they're bad for... The Kids. Mortal Kombat? Never! That's my character. <laughs> Stuffy. His name is Stuffy. Uh, that character is very prominent. Stuffy is very prominent on the Jeff and David show. So if you want more Stuffy. Mm. Pinball? That's just gambling! <laughs> you watch the Jeff and David show on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash the Jeff and David show. I played a Street Fighter once. And then I went to the street, and I did a murder. Most foul. <laughs> a great character. Mm-hmm. This I'm really into the thing. Kingdom Hearts fandom. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't expect that. <laughs> I ship Sora and Mickey. You do what? <laughs> I want to see Sora get out of that weird jumpsuit. And Mickey take off those classic red pants. I ship Goofy and the Keyblade. Think you know, about how, it. How do you do that? Don't think about it. You're not ready to think about it. <laughs> I held the key to sexual doors you couldn't even conceive of. The Keyblade, <laughs> I mean. What are you saying to me right now? Have a go. good one. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, enjoy your movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a great, that's a great goodbye sign off. Enjoy your movie. (laughs) 
He'll probably watch a movie at some point. Oh, Mr. Stuffy. He's so confusing, right? Because he hates video games, but he wants to play Kingdom Hearts and watch them, like, kiss. He's the most confusing theater usher that we've ever had on the show. And he's like, yeah, like, I'm at the theater. Like, I came to see Arrival today with my kids. (laughs) Please don't do this in front of my family. Not in front of my kids. Yeah. No, just email me links, and I'll check out your stuff, and I'll let you know. Don't do this. And please don't invite my kids into this. It's fine. I'm not <laughs> this is between you. you and me, Stuffy. I'm not kink shaming you. It's just like, can we no, please I'm go not. watch Arrival like, together? I came together. to the theater today to see this movie with my kids. Look at these pictures of Riku that I drew. I don't don't show my kids those images. I'm looking at the images and they're unsatisfactory, <laughs> Stuffy. Do you like because of the quality? You love them. What's your deal? <laughs> I have a message for Nicole. It's from David. Call of Duty hasn't been good for 10 years. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Happy birthday, Nicole. You are the best roommate I've ever had. I even got you a special present, and it's right behind you. A little to the left. No, not there. Maybe on the right. Hmm, maybe it wasn't delivered. I guess you just get the birthday wishes from the Brothers McRoy, but that's nothing to sneeze at, and that time frame is as close to June 28th as possible. Oh, Oh, God, that present has disintegrated into ash. That present has just rotted away. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Sorry, especially to Nicole and David. If this this had panned out, though, and there was, for a while there, I thought there was an actual physical present component to this, that would have been a really tricky needle to thread, right? Yeah, no kidding. Sit perfectly still. I'm going to put something back here. Don't move. Don't move. For fucking six months. Frantically checks every Monday. (laughs) I've I've been miserying you for the past six months, just tying you up in the bed here, waiting for this moment. Please. Now, the prestige. Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And together we present Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions. We explain the historical significance of everyday etiquette topics, then answer your questions relating to modern life. So join us weekly on MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are found. No RSVP required. Check out Schmanners. Manners, schmanners. Get it? Recently, it has been brought to my attention that the CEO of the company I work for, who is kind of an ass, thinks memes is the hip young term for graphics. Oh, God. As a result... The the memes for Kingdom Hearts 3 look so good. (laughs) Look at those memes. You won't see that on Nintendo. Uh, As a result, whenever she wants a social media post or... Uh, public newsletter to contain imagery from our design team she asked for lots of real good memes oh no no um apparently she has been doing this for at least a year and nobody has pointed it out do i tell her the mistake she is making or do i let it go and pray she never brings up the term in conversation with business partners you do not bring it up no Um, because win there it's from, from uh, it's from it's not the same thing in Georgia. Justin, you've really I don't want to. We usually wait until after the show to like give each other notes. Yeah, are you? You've are really been slacking on reading sessions? the names. Sorry, it's not your it, fault. I know you're going, and we're all you know, we're all going through it. But I just there's a certain expectation that people work hard on these questions and they want a little bit of recognition. Okay, well I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Don't apologize to me. That's from it's not the same thing in Georgia. Nailed it. I would say the problem still is if it. you, if <laughs> the kids still got it, uh, if you do that, if you bring this up to your boss, you are taking this away from all of your coworkers mm-hmm. because every time your boss says, "Could we put a couple more memes in there?" They smile, and it's like it's a birthday cake day at work. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's a little thing for them, and if you take that away from them, ah, uh, you're the worst, monsters. Um, but the risk here is, are they actually putting memes really in the, in the thing? Because that's a no good because the real definition of a meme isn't graphics. It is a joke that people think is still funny the three millionth time they see it. Yes. And that ain't, that ain't, that dog won't hunt. I also think that 
I, I find it funny that people make a meme and post it and then it never gets shared around. At which point, I don't think that's a meme. What is it? What is it I th- then? I think that's just a picture with some bullshit on it. Yeah. But as soon as it gets clicked a bunch, now it's a meme. I don't think you could just make a meme. A meme has to be made by the masses. I feel like if you try to meme and it mm-hmm. doesn't, you should be, you should have like your e access revoked mm-hmm. for a bit. Like, if you take a run at it, and you just try to viral out, and you don't, I think you've got a Game of Thrones it. Like, you win or you die. No, sorry, no more What's this? You put big block letters on a picture of Alf, and it says, <laughs> no, God, no. No, 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 no. sorry. That's no. a one-week penalty. Red card. You're out. You try to, actually- like, upload it, just so, so everybody knows, like, hey, just a description on this. This one's called Snarky Alf. And the thing about him is, is you use him if it's like not snarky. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a, yeah. it's like a meta meme. Yeah, and at that point, that's when your AOL, um, your your trial version just ends. At that point, it's been yeah. twelve years now, and it was going really well for a while. But your time just ran out. That was the end of the disc. And that you was the end of the disc. You probably thought like you pay money to Comcast every every month for like internet access. You probably thought that was what. No, it was actually no. that disc you used in nineteen ninety six, and you actually weirdly you just hit a hundred hours. So <laughs> that was no it. more internet for you. I, Actually, I can sympathize because, as I believe we've covered on the show before, there was a period for about a month when I thought emojis was new teen slang for emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am <laughs> so sympath- good. I am sympathetic to, to this person, but we live in a world where you can Google things. I mean, you can just search and see what it well, is. But just now, I will a, say this though. I, also, in defense. The meme has taken on a di- like even meme the definition of that has evolved since like the advent of the internet. Like if you go back to like meme pool, for example, like that was not Im- that I was not today, what that was. Yeah, it's exclusively used to describe images with text on them at this point, or video or whatever with with text on them and slight variations. But like that was not the original meaning of meme. So like maybe she's on some new shit. <laughs> Well, that's what I'm saying. It's because you you said the word Google, and that's a great example. Anytime I look anything up, no matter what I use to do it, I describe it as Google. Like, I Googled it. I looked it up. And the same with, like, I have a really bad habit of of referring to internet as Wi-Fi. Just in general, I'll just, like... Sorry, 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 sorry. And I'm saying that as an apology to the people who just had to hear you say that. You refer to the internet as Wi-Fi? Well, like, when I didn't have internet for a while, after I had moved here to Cincinnati and we had to wait two weeks, like, not on purpose. I wasn't like, you know what, I'm calling this Wi-Fi now. But I just kept, like, accidentally saying, well, we don't have Wi-Fi yet. Okay. And they'd be like, oh, but I'm like, I, I, I like, we don't have internet at all. I, I don't know why I said it like that. the most interesting article on Wi-Fi yesterday. It was no, so I'm it talk, was really Griffin, fascinating. You, but I mean, like, the service, not the... Well, the intangible but physical idea of having internet versus internet service. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because everywhere you go nowadays, you walk in and you ask if they have Wi-Fi. You don't go into the coffee shop and say, do you have internet I can connect to? Can I get some you of that say, good internet, Wi-Fi? brother? Right. So, like, the idea of when someone comes into your house and they ask if you have internet, they're not asking if you have a spare Ethernet cable that can connect to your phone. So it becomes shorthand to say, we don't have Wi-Fi. Can I jack in? That's what I'm right. saying now. And that's a good ba- that's a good goodbye as well. You know, I'm going to start wandering into places with a computer attached to a long, long, long <laughs> Ethernet cord and just asking me, like, so where can I uh, jack in? Where's the best <laughs> place for me to jack in? <laughs> and then when it's time to leave, say, okay, I'm going to jack off. Okay, everybody, I'm jacking off. <laughs> can I unplug your telephone? It's important. I need to. Re- I need to reboot. <laughs> I'm sorry in advance for all the screeching that's about to happen uh, from, oh, from my, my computer. My family, my sweet two brothers. It's time for a really great new segment on this show, and okay. I don't think it's going to last very long. But it's called Garbage Yahoo Ads. This one is um, Celeb Juice Daily, and it is a picture of Oprah, and she's crying, but the the tear is so obviously photoshopped into the corner of her eye, and the text on this crying Oprah is, shocking, Oprah secret revealed. Oprah announces she is finally getting married. You won't believe who she is marrying. So let me just click right me? through into that. Is that me? It says Travis. Whoa! Uh, I accept. She's she's getting she is getting married to 
No, not Dr. Oz. Quit trying to make me think. Come on. Give me the, put that shit in the lead. And now it's telling me about some skin solution. Now it's talking about Dr. Oz's wrinkle secret. It's I'm talking about Dr. Oz's wrinkle hor- secret. This is a horrible, horrible wrinkle secret. Okay. <laughs> Shh, All right. Close. Listen. <laughs> I've waited a long time, and I'm finally going to reveal to someone my wrinkle secret. <laughs> and then he just rips open his shirt and just wrinkles. This this, this but it spells out I did it. This fucking article is wild. Um, first of all, it's people-magazine.xyz. I don't think it's real, and it's <laughs> it's official. Oprah Winfrey's getting married. That's the headline. And then, like by graph three, it's like. Uh, read on to find out who she's marrying. And then the next paragraph is like, so anyway, Dr. Oz is helping Oprah out with her skin. And then it's a lot of that. And it's about a lot of people who know about Dr. Oz's wrinkle secret and going down a little bit further. And it's like, uh, Martha Stewart died. (laughs) (laughs) You're really throwing the garbage spaghetti at the wall. Oh man. I need to jack off this thing. Cause it is like really, this is everything that's wrong with the internet. With it's it's everything serious. that's wrong with Wi-Fi, I just hate what Wi-Fi is becoming. I gotta jack off. <laughs> this Yahoo is sent in by. <laughs> oh God, I'm a child. This is sent in by uh, game recognized game Rachel Rosen. Thank you, Rachel. It's by Yahoo Answers user Zach who asks, "Why are Merkins considered cool, but toupees are not?" God, mm. man, that's a good question. That's a really good question because I see a big, not real bush, and I say, bazinga. But I see a toupee, and I'm like, why are you trying to hide this? Question. What are you of? If you put a merkin on your head, does it stop being cool? Yeah. Yeah. It does if stop. you put a toupee on your downtown, does it start being cool? Actually, there's a Punnett Square, and it goes. Merkin on your bush, that's okay. <laughs> Toupee on your head, not so cool. Nay, nay, nay. Nay, nay, nay. Merkin on your head, what are you doing? Toupee on your bush, <laughs> fucking great. That is the best, that's maybe the best possible arrangement. Because pubes on your, you get the, you get your pubis zone on your head, and it's like, come on, you look like a clown. But you get a long, lustrous mane down there. You could, you could really do something with that. Griffin, do you remember the exact moment you decided not to devote yourself to making that satisfactory jingle? Do you remember the exact moment where you said, I know, I'm actually not going to rhyme it. I'm just going to just delve right in. It's just, I can't. Guys, I I love you, and I'm sorry, because this is going to be another, it's just like a disjointed mess right now, but another ad just popped up. It's just four sentences. <laughs> Obama's hidden rebate bombshell taxpayers claim before December 16th. Okay, that one's fine. U.S. Day of Reckoning, hyphen, U.S. Day of Reckoning. You just wanted <laughs> to do that one twice. Car insurance, $19 a month. I don't, and then the last one is just log into your email now. <laughs> that's just a reminder call your dad <laughs> check on your amazon order status that, maybe this just is a list of things that people are, are asking siri right now <laughs> does it streamed. say reckoning with a k and re- reckoning without a k and like a question mark reckoning, i just like is it reckoning the top banner of the of this website is for Amazon channels. CISO's up in the mix. That's a good advertisement. Now, that's what I call advertisement. Now, the the sidebar is a Little Smokies Hillshire Farm. They've got two new flavors they're very excited about. Okay. The, the ads are good right now, but, like, they're constantly shifting, constantly changing. Do you and have like, to look I, at the bad ones before they'll show you the good ones? Is that the story? I think they're just trying to make this website uninhabitable. Like it's like it's like I've bought a house and I've lived in this house for six years, but they like it just installed a door that wild raccoons can crawl through. Why are Merkins considered cool, but toupees fucking aren't? It's a double standard. How do you think they get on? How do you think they stay on? Because if I see somebody with like a sick ass pillowy bush, and then but they also have an elastic band sort of stretching around their their butt cheeks. I'm going to think like, well, one of those cool things cancels out the other very not cool things. It's got to be double stick tape, right? Double stick tape would hurt. Mm. Mm. That's why it's so cool. Like a piercing. It's like a pubis piercing. 
I did a quick search for Merkin on Amazon. Oh, oh God. What it delivered to me was an item called the Sasquatch. Now, I know what you're wondering. <laughs> I know what you're wondering. Justin, what could that be? Well, here's what here's what you got. <laughs> oh, it sounds devilish. So it's a it's a giant merkin. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's be- great. I have a long pubis, so the better <laughs> It's a giant merkin. A lot of landmass down there to cover. That's that you wear on the exterior and it has a belt. That you used to keep so it, it is on. a belt situation. It's a belt situation. Oh, sorry. Oh. When you said exterior, I thought you meant of your skin. You're talking about the pants. This is on the this exterior is, of your pants. This is a comical merkin. Is what you're, this, this is, is sort not of, medical grade merkin. Sort of a coil man merkin. Yeah, and it's like a, just a hilarious giant merkin that you wear with a belt. Oh, fuck and yeah. super quick, I do just want to add. There's a spot in there for a beer bottle, so you can just sort of have your beer bottle there okay in your sasquatch I, I okay I, I i i will say here i like yeah. this and i'll tell you why if, oh, it you like just, it. if it were just a weird holster at your crotch to put your beer bottle into that's weird if it were just a giant comical merkin that you wore with the belt outside your clothes that's weird but you've created a functional <laughs> weird giant merkin this is a multitasker and yeah. i think alton brown would agree I appreciate that. Yeah, sure. Alton Brown, known Merkin enthusiast. I just like, I think there's probably people who are pubically challenged, who who need this type of coverage. The Sasquatch? They would see something like this. The, no, not the Sasquatch, like a, a Merkin, a genuine Merk. And I think they would see something like this and be like, are you making fun of me? Is that what this is? I, you're saying the Sasquatch is like a kind of a gag on them. It's maybe a little insensitive. Well, don't tell that to the reviewers of this product. All four of them have given it five stars, and they are just way into it. If I could just share with you guys a few notes on the Sasquatch. This is a huge hit at a 50 birthday party. I'm planning on ordering more. Great laughs. Okay, um, just uh, I don't think more will be increasingly funny. I think if you wear multiple Sasquatches, you're kind of going to lose the plot. A well, bit. I thought it was. I assumed that when they said they're going to order more, it was to like hand out as someone showed as, up to your party. Yeah, you know, or your, like or your funeral. This person, <laughs> one of one of the reviewers, says that they're thinking of adding a second one to their wardrobe so I can have one dedicated for work. You know, well, that's nice. <laughs> when you're just at the office, you want one nicely groomed Sasquatch. Yeah, I worked. I worked down at the fart hole. What's that? It's just awful. They let us wear whatever, and a lot of us are taking. A lot of us are sort of abusing the trust that has been don't, placed in us with the with the. Don't dress code. eat the tortillas. Don't eat the fucking tortillas. There, they get um, the wild. very first reviewer of the Sasquatch. I'm going to read this, and then I'm going to leave the Sasquatch alone forever. Okay. I wish I could give the Sasquatch 10 stars. It's, <laughs> it's worth its weight. It's gold. I recently purchased one on a whim for a music festival. I was unprepared for the glory that was about to be bestowed upon me. Not only did I get through the security line with no hassle, they thought it was my actual groin beard. Well, but people no, marveled at how hands-free I was holding my $13 can of Bud Light. Okay. I was complimented by both men and women alike. It was as if the contents of what I hid in, with my Sasquatch was infinite. <laughs> Signed, Thomas Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah. Um, some stuff. Some things. One, nobody thought it was your real bush. This guy's bush was crazy. It was so, it was so lustrous that it grew through his pants like a wild plant. No. Also, like, a music festival? Really? How was Mumford and Sons? It was uh, pretty good. I had t- uh, trouble focusing on Mumford and his excellent sons because this guy had this really funny and really good, like, and really Bush believable. Joke. <laughs> um. So anyway, Sasquatch. how was Bush? Oh man, it was so funny. Like the guy had a beer. Ca- no, the band. They got back together for that music festival. Oh, <laughs> I skipped it. I just sort of got down on my knees and just like looked at this dude's funny Bush prop. Did they do glycerin? His bush? What are you talking about? <laughs> but yes. But yeah, they did it. Yeah. <laughs> they did too. It was fine. Uh, can we get back to talking about the Sasquatch? Um, before we leave you, I want to do a quick uh, Trolls Watch update. Oh, my God. Did you go? How did one get into my cart? How did a Sasquatch get in? Get out of there. Justin, don't. Get you out of there. Justin, no, Justin. no, no. Please. I love you. No, Justin, please don't do this. I'm not buying a Sasquatch. Um, 
Uh, but if you wear Sasquatch to our live shows from then now on, it'd be pretty fucking hilarious. Oh, please, gag. no, Justin! Everybody, this 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 company is going to experience like a five million percent bump in sales. That, that's how they're going to be like, "Whoa, we got to do more of this." It's it's irresponsible. They're Don't buy a number, Sasquatch. The number one novelty fake <laughs> care beer holder. Um, I just want to say I did go and see Trolls. Uh, it was the first movie I took my daughter to. And a great time was had by all. So just to put a button in Trolls Watch, it was a delight. Uh, Trolls is a fine film full of great songs and a really positive, uplifting message. I cried twice during the movie Trolls, and I would recommend it to anyone who likes uh, to feel alive. And I will just say Trolls is a fine picture. I've heard there's a lot of, and I don't want to get back into the habit of making this uh, a constant component of every entertainment property that I am involved in, but I've heard there's a lot of swallow play. Uh, and, yeah. Um, yeah, and I should I, say so. And that's, and that's, and that, and all I'll say about that is neat. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually now going on like the poster for trolls. Neat. Griffin neat. It, it's, it's swallow play. Neat. Neat. <laughs> uh, I, I would like to, uh, before we go, before we hop feet first into the wrap-up, I want to remind everybody that coming up is American Thanksgiving, and that means the second episode of Till Death Do Us Bart, our yearly podcast with the guys from The Worst Idea of All Time, where we watch and review Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Um, now, if you've missed previous episodes and you're worried that you won't have time to catch up, do not worry. There's only one other one. We do it once a year, every year, for the rest of our lives, and then for the rest of whoever's life takes it after us, which is, for me, Stuart Wellington. Um, but you can go check it out. Till Death Do Us Blart. We've already recorded episode two. It is just a real hoot. Had a yeah. real good time doing it. That will be out on American Thanksgiving this Thursday. Like talking to those boys and just hate watching this fucking movie. Yeah, uh, it's a bad not, film. Not a good watch. It is the opposite of Trolls in every conceivable way. Um, I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song instead of departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Uh, go, go pick up that album. It is a good holiday listen. Uh, Roderick actually has a holiday album he did with Jonathan Colton that's also really excellent that you should add to your collection called One Christmas at a Time. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, anything, what? Oh, I've got something. I just wanted oh. to say, uh, I talked about it last week. Uh, I was doing a thing, or I, it's still going, where uh, I'm selling some buttons and other stuff to raise money for the ACLU. Um, we have so far raised about, uh, last time I checked, $4,750. Awesome. For the, That's for awesome. the ACLU. Um, if you want to check it out, you can go to bit.ly forward slash I am holding your hand. Um, and there's buttons and magnets and water bottles and uh, tote bags and keychain, Merkins, and Merkins, uh, Sasquatches, a bunch of stuff. Uh, but you can go check it out, and it's it's going to stay up for a while. Uh, I don't have any plans on to to stop it, so go check it out. Bit.ly forward slash I am holding your hand. Uh, also, thanks to Maximum Fun for having us on the network. We are are proud members of this network. We think it's so cool and a source of like uh, constant positivity, which I, I, you know, have loved since we've, uh, I mean, I loved it before we were even on the network and, uh, now I think it's more important than ever. Um, so go listen to some other shows on the Maximum Fun Network, uh, by going to MaximumFun.org and checking out stuff like Jordan Jesse Go and Stop Podcasting Yourself and Throwing Shade and One Bad Mother. Uh, if you want to listen to other podcasts or video stuff, uh, with us on it, you can go to McElroyShows.com. Uh, I just recently started doing a new video series called Touch the Skyrim, where me and Nick Robinson from Polygon just get just get so deep in Skyrim and just fuck it right up with a bunch of stupid mods. Uh, so that's a new thing I've been doing. That's been pretty fun. Um, anything? Anything? I think that'll do it. Um, oh, I do want to mention something real quick that we like almost never talk about, but we have a group on Facebook called the My Brother, My Brother, Me Appreciation Community. Um, and it's uh, if you are not a member, you should join. It's really fun. And there's a lot of fun, cool people there and a lot of people sharing stuff related to the show and cool projects or whatever. So you should go check it out if you're on Facebook. Don't sell any fucking sunglasses. Yeah, don't sell jeans. jeans. Yeah. Sell no jeans. That's going to do it for us. Griffin, do you have a final Yahoo that we can ponder Hell yeah, over? I do. This one got sent in by a couple folks. Dan Green and Jeffrey Corbello sent this same one in. Thanks, y'all. 
It's from Yahoo Answers user Angela, who asks, I need a word that begins with J, not jelly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. My brother, my brother, may kiss your dad square on the lips. Creativity, comedy, and new friends are waiting for you at MaxFunCon 2017. MaxFunCon West returns to Lake Arrowhead in June, and MaxFunCon East is back in the Poconos in September. Don't miss a stellar lineup of hilarious comedians, live podcast recordings of your favorite MaxFun shows, and an embarrassment of amazing classes to choose from. Tickets for MaxFunCon East and West go on sale Friday, November 25th. Don't miss your chance to be part of an unforgettable weekend. Visit MaxFunCon.com to buy your tickets on November 25th. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.